and welcome to the Oral Health Podcast. So we're sitting down today and having a chat about cancer as it is World Cancer Day tomorrow. So today you're going to be hearing from me and Karen as normal discussing things like oral cancer, the ways cancer can affect your oral health more generally and also a little bit of advice from us. And then tomorrow you're going to hear from Emma Riley, who is a patron of the Society of British Dental Nurses and has loads of experience with caring for people at the end of their life with their oral care. I know you were a dental nurse for a long time, still are, but um, work more with me now than actually with patients. But did you ever see any patients with oral uh, health issues related to cancer in your career? Yeah, when, when people have been through treatment for, for cancer or are going through uh, treatment for cancer, their oral health can um, suffer. Um, depending where they're having the radiotherapy, obviously the nearer the mouth the radiotherapy is happening, the more uh, problems that they will have, you know, with dry mouth, um, soreness, um, that kind of thing. And, you know, eating can be really, really difficult when you've got dry mouth. Uh, you always almost need something to have a source with it all the time. So that can be really uncomfortable. But, you know, chemotherapy um, has an effect as well. Um, loss of appetite, soreness in the mouth, feeling nauseous, tiredness, all adds to not really wanting to care for our mouths as as well as we we probably normally would so it's important to keep that up but maybe just adjusting the way that you you do look after your teeth to try and make it as comfortable as possible for you. Mm -hmm. And what what kind of ways can people adjust their oral health routine if um, if they're finding it uh, troublesome? I would certainly not uh, not be thinking of brushing your teeth when you're feeling really, really tired. You know, if you're very tired first thing in the morning, leave the brushing. Almost leave it until you're going to bed at night. You could do. It's not ideal, but if that that is the only way that you're going to be able to do it, you know, we we compromise, and we compromise about a lot of things. And you know, people do feel guilty if they're not able to do the things that they're normally doing. And that that's not just brushing their teeth; that's a lot of things. But um, I think that um, as long as you're doing it at some point when you feel good, when you're feeling at your best, just do it then. Um, and and you obviously in between you could use a mouthwash. Try and um, steer clear of one that has alcohol in it because your mouth does tend to get sore. So just one that is is quite a mild one. You could even use um, salt water, really. Mm-hmm. So um, you know anything like that that will help to cleanse the mouth or soothe it um, will will help. Yeah. You know, when we did our uh, mouth cancer series, I spoke to obviously lots of different mouth cancer uh, care professionals. But one of the radiotherapists that we spoke to um, came up with this analogy, which I quite like, of that radiotherapy is like a gun. So it is shooting the cancer directly, whereas chemotherapy is more like a grenade and it just shoots the whole body's immune system. Um, And, you know, when you're having that kind of treatment, it, it is going to affect loads of parts of the body that maybe it, it you wouldn't expect and you know oral health can come into that 
Well, certainly. And, and you know, when, when you don't feel like eating, when everything makes you feel nauseous um, and you've lost your appetite, the, the, you know, losing weight is a big, big problem because you've got to try and keep as strong as possible. So um, a lot of the, the, the dietary advice is to have um, things that will build you up. Now, often they will be quite high in sugar the things that, that you're having so if you are having sort of the replacement meal powders um mm-hmm. you know look at the the sugar content I mean I, I'm definitely not saying don't have them but you know perhaps you could have them through a straw you might need a wider straw because some of them are quite um, quite thick in them yeah so they do do wider straws that, that you know certainly the metal ones that um you would have for a smoothie that will mean that it's in contact with your teeth for less time so that will help from that point of view but it, it's obviously important to um get the the um nutrients into uh, the patients um if they're not able to eat food i know a lot of Sometimes people are um, tube fed, which mm-hmm. um, obviously bypasses the mouth completely. But, um, you know, they will still get the dry mouth and you lose your sense of taste and everything with a dry mouth. So you really don't feel like you get don't get any enjoyment out of your food that you would normally do. So it is important to continue eating, but um, perhaps just change what you're eating. But um, just watch the sugar content. Yeah, and I know. Um, look, every every one of us knows someone that's had cancer at this point. It's such a common ailment, and I know personally with my friends and family, those meal replacement shakes are like really heavily recommended. And I know some of the mouth cancer ambassadors we've spoke to. They've said they've had to have lots of these meal shakes, and they're awful. They taste disgusting. You don't want them, but that's 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 what you have to have to keep the nutrients up. So I think that's actually quite a good tip. The um, having it through a straw, if you're able to, just to limit the amount of time it's coated on your teeth. Yeah, indeed. And you know, there's uh, you trying to swallow things as well. You know, if you've got a mouthful of ulcers, you want to get whatever you're drinking past those ulcers as soon as you can because it will be painful so mm-hmm. again if you excuse me if you are getting if you do have a lot of ulcers anything that you're drinking um drink it with a straw and it will not touch those parts of your mouth obviously water's not going to do it but um if you're having tea or coffee or you know a, a juice or something like that that will um you sting any um sores that you've got there so using a straw will bypass that and and make your mouth feel a little bit more comfortable Mm -hmm. and um you know we'll touch on mouth cancer really quickly because it is world cancer day um but i don't want to spend too much time on it just because we've done an awful lot on mouth cancer recently with our podcast um because we have mouth cancer action month but um if we can just do like a whistle stop tour of what are the signs and symptoms what are the risk factors um and how often you should check for mouth cancer just really basic stuff like that in case people haven't heard it and want to know about it yeah i mean what what we're looking for is red or white patches um in the mouth uh ulcers that haven't healed within three weeks a persistent hoarseness of the voice. If you look in the mirror and you're not symmetrical, you've got a you can feel a lump or a swelling anywhere in your face. 
um, if you stick your tongue out and it tilts to one side, all of those are um, things that really need to be checked out. Not, not necessarily something that is, um, that is mouth cancer, but it is always better to get it checked out as soon as you notice something like that. So three weeks of those, any of those symptoms, um, you really should be going to your dentist I do understand that access to dentists at the moment is um, difficult for some people. Yeah. So in those cases, go to your doctor. Your doctor can equally refer you um, to have anything checked out that he can't diagnose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know GPs as well as dentists, I think now it's really troublesome to get an appointment um, for so many people. And I don't want to skate over that because it's true. Like, you know, this is the advice we give. But we also know it's not always the easiest, the easiest path. Yeah. And, and, but if you are worried about something, um, most doctors, if you're registered with the doctor, um, will offer emergency slots. It, it's, you know, it's worth trying and persevering to get in to see somebody because sooner that that referral, you know, you can be referred on an urgent pathway and you will be seen a couple of weeks so it is it is better to do that i mean as for risk factors um smoking well any tobacco product um uh drinking alcohol um smoking and drinking alcohol does double your risk of um oral cancer men over 40 uh are more at risk it is now mouth cancer is now in the top 10 of uh, male cancers so it's it's certainly on the rise for for that category and uh hpv which is the virus that causes cervical cancer so that that is something that is is on the rise as well so you can get um get mouth cancer i mean we are looking now you know sort of our next generation of of children will have been offered the vaccine so if they are offered the hpv vaccine at school and now that is both girls and boys it is really really important to take up that offer yeah absolutely and um i think it's such a great shame that i didn't know about hpv risks until i started working with the foundation you know i had my jabs um you know i'm pretty aware but i had no clue that it could affect my mouth I was like, oh, you find out about it when you go for your smear. And that's kind of it. Yeah, we do get people saying, well, why do boys need to have it? They haven't got a cervix. So it's, sometimes it is a bit of a, um, a, you know, a more uncomfortable um, conversation, probably more for us than it is the people that we're speaking to. But, you know, once you've, once you've had a conversation with young teenagers about oral sex and, you know, their... their um, sort of their practices and that kind of thing you know the more you do it the less embarrassing it is and it just you know it it, it seems to be part of a normal conversation and the more mm-hmm. more normal we are about talking about it the less embarrassed that the uh the teenagers are and they just take it as further advice that they've been given so you know in pshe i think they talk about all sorts of things so it's it's 
probably more our uncomfortability than it yeah. is for, for the teenager. And once we're over that, then it's a really important message because it is the um, the, the largest growing uh, reason for, for um, mouth cancer. Yeah. And um, yeah, mouth cancer is the biggest cancer we kind of focus on because of the Oral Health Foundation. That's that's where our our expertise kind of lie. Um, but it's nice to also discuss wider cancer effects on oral health um, and in particular radiotherapy. If you get radiotherapy in, you know, the, the head or neck region, it's it's going to affect your oral health and it's going to affect it long past when you're having your radiotherapy, which, again, something I had no idea about. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I, I do know somebody who had... Um... Uh, radiotherapy head and neck and this is probably you know 10 years ago and they still have problems with the dry mouth it's completely knocked out the slivery glands so you know everything has a gravy on it or a sauce on it or something to to make a bit of moisture so it's easier to swallow so you know there there are things that you know people are going to have to think about and make adjustments for is there anything else we can discuss about um, cancer's effects on oral health that we haven't mentioned? So I know we've discussed things like the diet and treatments. And is there any areas that we haven't touched on, do you think? Well, I think that when we're looking at brushing teeth, there are some lovely sort of special care brushes that are so soft. They are like they feel like velvet when you put them on your hand but um using that kind of brush is not going to traumatize already um sore mouths so if you can get around with you know something like that um somebody doesn't have any teeth um then they do sort of little foam things on a stick it looks like um you're probably too young, but when the gladiators used to be on the TV, when they used to knock them, knock each other off the pen. Oh, no, I know gladiators, yeah, those big uh, foam things. <laughs> That's actually, yeah, it's a good description of what those things look like, just yeah. like teeny tiny versions of those. <laughs> tiny versions of those. So you can, you can actually get around and clean the gums with those as well, and it does make the mouth much more comfortable because you know what it's like. You wake up in the morning and your mouth doesn't feel clean. It doesn't feel... You don't feel dressed almost because it's it's not a nice feeling so finding a special care toothbrush there are some on the market your dentist will probably be able to recommend one but you want a super soft one even softer than a sensitive brush you want a really nice you know as I say they're normally called special care and they're really lovely and soft and you can get in there and just very gently clean you know if you do the bottom once and then you know a few hours later you do the top that's fine just just as long as you 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 are doing it at some point and Mm -hmm. making it most comfortable for you yeah 100 percent um you know like just to echo what you've said there karen if you can only manage to do it once a day or some days you can't manage at all then there isn't any judgment from anybody I, i know it it's it sounds obvious to say but i know people will feel it but there isn't anything from us that not at all all. use a rinse use a rinse if if you can't if you can't brush because you know 
fatigue is a huge um, a huge part of the, the treatment for cancers and it's um, it's debilitating it is absolutely um, you know it's not like feeling you know oh I feel a bit tired it's not like that at all fatigue just it takes everything out of your body and you really you know can't lift your head up sometimes so yeah, exactly. you know using using a rinse what works for you works for us basically mm-hmm. Now remember you can follow us at Dental Health Org on all social medias apart from Instagram. On Instagram we are at Oral Health Foundation. More information can be found at both mouthcancer.org and dentalhealth.org online as well. Now come back tomorrow to listen to Emma and Stacey from the Oral Health Foundation talk a little bit more about late stage cancers and how that affects your oral health. Music.